Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello, it is FMC. I'm Jeremy. That is SP3. It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday, SP3. Our new time, our same time, our new day. We've been bumped to Tuesdays because Tag Talk beat us up and said, get off Mondays. This is our day now. And I said, sure. Whatever. Tag Talk does great. Shout out to Kylie and Haley who do great work here on Fightful Overbooked. And we're fine being on a Tuesday as long as it works for your schedule. It works for my schedule. FMC stands for, hey, technically we could put Monday in there, but but now it's still first morning coffee, first morning chat, whatever you want it to stand for. We're on a Tuesday, 8.30, SP3. SP3! It's been a great week! It's been a great week, buddy! How you doing? It's been an awful fucking week and you know me i don't usually try to curse on this show but i am not happy that i am here to talk about the nba oh god what's been what's been going on in the nba world i feel like it's been a, it's been a fun week the oklahoma city thunder off to a great zero and three start just undefeated baby real, we, real we nba teams are always three real nba teams are always three <laughs> I love it. This this is couldn't ask for a better start for OKC. Shea's a little banged up, which is unfortunate. Giddy's a little banged up, which is a little unfortunate. But great 0-3 start. I, I love it. The Jazz are playing well. I was worried about them. The Spurs aren't They've playing, been playing too bad. surprisingly well. What are they? Yeah. Three and one. Three and one. That's insane. I was, I was a little bit worried about the Spurs and the Jazz that they, they could challenge us for, for one of those top picks, but we're off to a good start and we are we're hanging in there but we're doing just enough to lose baby that's how i like it hang in there doing just enough to lose speaking of speaking of hanging in there and doing just enough to lose sv3 the los angeles lakers Led by top five MVP candidate. He's playing Anthony well. Don't Davis. do that. Don't do that. Don't do that, Skip. Don't do that, Skip. He's playing, is he playing very well? well. He's playing is very he? well. He's averaging 25 points, eight rebounds. What is? What else is he supposed to do? 25 points. LeBron, LeBron and AD are in the top five highest scoring duos. Like you said, we're doing just enough to lose because someone, someone that comes from Oklahoma City, this malcontent, this 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 uh, this ball and chain around the ankles of the Los Angeles Lakers. Yo, you, do you know we we won that game, Portland? We were up by eight with no, four with sure a few lost. minutes to go. No, we won that game. Pretty we, sure they lost. we go down. We don't need a three. All we need is a two. This dude, Russell Westbrook, is shooting, ladies and gentlemen, eight percent. From the three-point line, I can shoot eight percent from the three from the three-point line from my home to a, to the next gym where there's a basket at. 
this man could not, oh my God, he could not find the basket if it was on his home GPS. It's ridiculous right now. This shooting 8%. Do you know there are, uh, Jeremy, I have another stat for you. Do you know that there are 12 players in the NBA shooting less than 25% from the three-point line on over 12 attempts? There's only 12 players. Four of those players are on the Los Angeles Lakers! <laughs> Literally all of our guards are on the top of that list. Russell Westbrook, Patrick Beverly. This man, Patrick Beverly, is 0 for 1 from the two from two pointers. Not even three. Why is he shooting so many three? Why are we shooting so many three pointers? <laughs> Kendrick Nunn is up there as well. You okay? You all right, buddy. Get my head myself a headache that early in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a good start. The 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 Portland game was basically Oof. a micro a microcosm of of our season or of our first week of the season so far. LeBron and AD played very very well. Le, uh, AD had twenty two points, ten rebounds. LeBron had thirty one. They played well. It's literally, we are at the point of no return. This is on Rob Palinka. There's nothing, I can't, if Darvin, if they, if we go 0 and 10 and they even think about, about firing Darvin Ham, I'm protesting because I'm sorry. The person who should be losing their job is not the coach. It is the GM. And I'm a huge fan of Rob Palinka. You guys should know Rob Palinka was the former agent of Kobe Bryant. Bryant. He came, he comes to the Lakers. He constructed that 2019-2020 team that won the championship, the most important championship of all time. The the real championship because it was no home court advantage, even though we had home court advantage and we played under the same circumstances as everybody else. Although you know- we voted, although we voted to not play in the bubble, we still won the bubble. And then he just decides, hey, we had a great team. We won a championship. Let's blow it up. You know what was the key to that championship team? You had LeBron at point guard. You had 80 at the four. And you had a large center. And we still have not constructed a team that is similar to the 2020 championship team in the past two seasons. This team is built to tank. This team is built to tank. When you have four point guards four guards who are in the top four in lowest three-point percentage you know how i know that bubble ring was a fraud that that mickey mouse ring doesn't count you know why you know why that team worked it's not because anthony davis played the four and they had dwight howard patrolling the paint because they brought back Dwight. Then they tried DeAndre Jordan. They tried this big center thing and playing Anthony Davis at the four. No, Anthony we only Davis, got, we only got Dwight mid, uh, midway through the last, through the next season. Because, oh, because, they, still, they, because sh- they put together a team. They, they got Dennis. Remember they got Dennis Schroeder at the, at the right. start of the first season that messed up the whole formula. The whole, the key to the whole formula was LeBron no. playing point guard. Yes, it was. I mean, maybe yes, a little bit, but you want to know what the, the real key to the formula was is Anthony Davis shooting like Steph Curry in the bubble because he could not miss in the bubble could not miss let me let me get his numbers 
from the bubble here because they were they were like insane insane numbers so in the bubble anthony davis shot 38 percent from three 57 percent from the field 38 percent from three in the bubble sp3 during the playoffs i would not count the like little mini regular season games that they played he's a career 30 percent three-point shooter he is shooting 20 percent from three this season he shot 18 percent last season he shot 33 percent in that season the bubble season that where he shot 38 percent in the playoffs that's what changed for the lakers is anthony davis turned into steph curry in the bubble and now he keeps jacking up these threes he can't shoot he can't shoot these shots there's the clip against portland he's in the corner he's ready to take it nurkish just turns around as the shot goes up he's like this motherfucker ain't hitting nothing and it hits the side of the backboard he was right it didn't hit anything it hit the side of the backboard anthony davis trying to take these threes is a big problem the and it's a it's not a microcosm it's the problem with the overall team, the problem with Westbrook, Beverly, none that you just named. They can't shoot. Nobody on this team can shoot. They haven't been able to shoot. They couldn't shoot last year either. Everyone in the offseason knew, hey, maybe you should go get some shooting. And they went out and got Patrick Beverly, who is supposed to be a 3 and D guy. But he has decent numbers. He actually has good numbers from three throughout his career. His career, 37% three-point shooter. 39% two years ago, 34% last year, dropped off big time last year, 21% this year. They thought they could maybe like, oh, rehab Patrick Beverly. He'll just, he'll get better shots. He'll be fine. Minnesota, he just wasn't shooting it well. No, this is an actual decline for Patrick Beverly. Russell Westbrook, we've seen this decline. OKC traded him when the value was maximized. It was like, eh, we see, we see what's happening here. Maximized that shit now it's just on the decline the entire time kendrick nunn hint played in like two seasons he can't shoot they got no lonnie walker he can't they got no shooters the easiest thing in the world sb3 is to surround lebron james with shooters it's the easiest gimmick in the world i do this in 2k all the time you just get you you post up lebron the double comes here we go oh wide open three for for a really good three-point shooter oh this is it's cheating it's cheating in 2k to do this and the lakers are like let's just up the difficulty let's not only up the difficulty let's just let's just play let's just let's just turn the cheat codes off let's up the difficulty let's make it impossible let's just make this thing impossible we have a cheat code let's put let's put their their meter on a hundred let's put their meter on Let's just make this impossible. We have LeBron James, a cheat code in his 20th season. Still a cheat code. And they're just like, eh, let's just make this as difficult as possible on the second greatest player of all time. This is on Palenka. This is 100% on him because it's easy. It's very easy to just go get shooters. It's on LeBron, too. Because he's yeah. the one that he's the one said, that yeah. that talked that talked to Palenka into getting Westbrook. They had we, the heel trade. They yeah. had the heel trade, which was perfect. They could have kept Kuzma and KCP. Those were two guys who filled roles that they needed. But they they took the Suns' loss. The the Suns broke them. They, they took the Suns' loss and they went star chasing. And, and the, the funny part is. We would have beat the Suns if Anthony Davis didn't get injured. I stand by that. Two two years later.
later, I still stand by that. We would have beat the Suns. We were up 2-1 in the game, in the game uh, four that we lost where he got injured. So we're up 2-1 before he goes down. So I think that we still would have won that series. But that's besides the point. I agree with you. Palinka, he is the issue here. But Westbrook either needs to get benched. Oh. I don't think yeah. he's going to get traded. I don't think any team wants him because I, I think, amazingly, in three games, he has he has been able to lower his value even more than it was during the offseason. He has lowered his value even more. That, that 0-11 oh, game against Clippers, oh, that, that was just like, good. I was over that. Then, then I saw the final few minutes of the Portland game, and I was just like, Oof. he cost us the game. He legitimately costs you because you can talk about the Anthony Davis three in the corner. That was that was yeah. bad, but we're at the bad. point where we're, we're just like 80s, just stop shooting threes. Yeah. The fact that he's averaging double the amount of three point attempts that he did last season when he shot 18 percent is ridiculous. Stop shooting so many threes in general. Our team needs to stop shooting too many threes, but that possession where we we did not need a three, Russ. We need a three run, and we had time. We had plenty of time oh. to 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 work the ball down to the left, so they get the the last position. And all we need is one stop. He rushes, shoot in like what? It was like eight seconds off the shot clock, and he shot that. And like Anthony Davis passes it to him, and he's thinking, "Oh, you know, we got plenty of time." <laughs> like you can see how Anthony Davis passes it to Russ. He's expecting to either it comes back to him. Or the ball is going to go around. No, this dude just shoots it like he's on fire. Like he's not shooting like 20% from the field in that game. He's got to go. He's got to go. Sit him on the bench. I don't know what you do. At this point, I'm I'm willing to buy out $47 million contract. I don't know if you're going to get that buyout. So a couple of things. I didn't think Russ was bad in the the Warriors game. I thought the Lakers like played halfway decent in that game, and then the third quarter came, and the Warriors just like and and then yeah, and that and that happens. I feel like we played the first half of the first game very well. It's just the Warriors just do Warriors thing in the third quarter, but we played both the Clippers and the Blazers game as well as we could have. We just are an awful <laughs> down the stretch team. The the Clippers game, Russ was bad. The Lakers played well as a whole. Um, yeah, Russ was Russ wasn't good. The guard the guard play just wasn't great there. He did defend well. I'll give Russ credit there. Like he he took Kawhi on. He defended Kawhi really well. He's actually played like defense halfway decently this season. The bar is very low for Russell Westbrook on defense, but this season he's actually like tried on defense and not the like fake hustle try that everybody likes to give him credit for. Uh, he's actually like played fairly well defensively. The Blazers game. Let's get into this. Shout out to the Blazers, by the way. Undefeated. Like, Dame is back. Jeremy Grant's playing great. Jeremy Grant's playing great. Simons is playing great. I was questioning them at our preview. They're they're playing great right now. Dame, healthy Dame. Because Dame, he missed a good chunk of last season. I mean, pretty much all of last season. But even when he played last season, he was not good. At the, at the start of last season. And then he got injured and then his entire season was gone. But he just wasn't good last year. And then you wonder, like, okay, is he just not good? Now, he he he's back back. And he's healthy. 
and Jeremy Grant, that final bucket, by the way, Jeremy Grant going right at LeBron and Davis, that was grown man shit right there. He did not care. He was like, I'm going to attack these guys and go after them. Hey, uh, at least like, Anthony Davis got his hand up. I don't know what type of defense that was by LeBron James. He got bullied. Like, he was like, I'm going to protect the baseline, but you could take the the, the, the paint. He, he well, did no resistance. I think I think maybe he thought Davis would challenge more, but Davis had five fouls, and so I think Davis was worried about like really challenging and picking up yeah. a six foul and just putting Grant on the free throw line. So it wasn't it wasn't great, regardless. Um, but but that, I'm just that, saying, as Jeremy Grant, you force him, you force some baseline. You don't protect the baseline. Yeah. You force some baseline. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. So the Lakers are up, I believe, eight when Russell Westbrook checks back in he they they went on a big run at the start of the fourth and they they went up it was like four minutes to go and they were up eight and westbrook checks back in and it just all fell apart russ didn't even like shoot the ball that i think he took like one ill-advised three but like patrick beverly took an ill-advised three really any guard taking a a shot lebron lebron took took two two bad threes yeah he took like an ill-advised yeah like really any of them taking a three is a bad shot at this point i don't care who is taking it Mm -hmm. it's a bad shot so the the entire team didn't play well offensively in that in that stretch there the way they guard Westbrook, it, it does make it difficult because they just put Nurkic on Westbrook and then they just have Nurkic in the paint. Like Nurkic doesn't bother guarding him. They And the Clippers did the same thing. They put Zubac on Westbrook and they just put him in the paint because they're not worried about this guy. I saw a stat of like, he's only been contested on like 40% of his shots, which is the lowest since like Andre Robertson. And I watched Andre Robertson. Nobody was guarding him. It was very much Robertson's parked in the corner and maybe he'd make like a baseline cut or otherwise they, he'd just stand there and like they would just dare. Yeah. Pass him the ball. It was such five on four bullshit basketball. I was very irritated watching that. That's how they are guarding him. And at least with Robertson is like, he wasn't just taking a bunch of shots. If he was taking a shot, it was a baseline cut and maybe he'd get like a layup and he'd make layups or he was taking a corner three, which he wasn't a great corner three shooter, but you'd let him take it. Cause it was a corner, but he'd maybe take the four shots a game. Westbrook's taking a lot more and he's taking a lot more than just corner threes. He's taking, he's taking from all over the court. He's trying to take layups. He's taking his mid range shots. Let's get into this. The, the final stuff. I just texted my buddy Samer when this, when this play happens, I just said, Russ plays dumb basketball. Yes. And like, I, I love Russell Westbrook. You'll never take away the OKC memories from me. But even in OKC, he played dumb basketball. Samer and I used to always joke of like, if OKC is like up one with, it, with like a minute to go with the ball and everything, Russ is taking a three. He's taking a three, just like a jacked up three, because he thinks that like, oh, now we're up four with under a minute. They can't come back. They they just can't. There's no way they can have a they can score four points in a minute. We call it the kill shot. Like Russ would go for the kill shot. He loves the two for one, and this is how he defended or yeah defended uh, this final possession here. So then Samer just messaged me what happened. I was like Lakers were up one with 35 seconds left and the ball. Russ took a mid range with 30 seconds left and missed. Could have bled the clock down to 11. Lillard hit a three. LeBron actually tied it, and then Grant won it. Why are you taking a mid-range with 35 seconds left and the ball? You could have – they could have dribbled that ball down 
to 11 seconds. And the defense was, oh, well, we go two for one. Okay, cool. But that possession you want is not is not a Russell Westbrook mid-range. And the Lakers or the Clippers, and- yeah, the Blazers are going to go quickly anyway in that final possession. If you bleed the clock down, get something halfway decent with like 15 seconds left on the clock, between 15 and 11 seconds left on the clock, the Blazers are probably going to go quickly on their next possession because one, they might need a three. So you want to give yourself enough opportunities to take that three and then potentially get an offensive rebound and get another shot. Or they might try to go two for one and play a foul game because the Lakers can't shoot free throws either. So they're going to go quickly regardless. Bleed the clock, take as much time as you need and leave them with as little time as force them to rush a decision instead of, you yourself rushing the decision. And it's Russell Westbrook taking a mid-range, which I love Russell Westbrook. I have fond memories of Russell Westbrook. I feel like I got to always throw that caveat in there. Never been a great shooter. Never. People have like, they have blinders on. They have rose-colored glasses when it comes to his mid-range shot because of his MVP season. And because he used to always say like, oh, that's the cotton shot. Like the pull up, stop on the dime, mid range. There's plenty of highlights. He used, of him to, he used to make a lot of them. He used to make a lot. A of lot, them. but like people like have think that he was like 55 percent from like this, this mid range shot. 39 no. percent is his peak. 39 percent ain't great when you take as many of those as he takes, and people think like it's some great. He was not like Chris Paul, Kawhi Leonard, Kevin Durant from this mid range spot. Okay, it, it was just. Now he shoots it at about 18%. So yeah, 39% looks really good. He was never like this automatic mid-range shooter or anything. So people just have fond memories of, oh man, this was automatic for us. It wasn't really automatic. And now it's even worse. Just an awful, awful shot to take. They lost the game. I felt bad for you. I also cackled a lot. Of course you did. Of course you did. You're you're evil. You're evil when it comes to this. It's their own fault, SB3. Evil. It's their own fault. Well, I just wanted to let you know. I laughed when the when the Utah Jazz beat your your NBA Finals pick, the Denver Nuggets. I I laughed at that. So it's all fair. I think it's crazy that three of the top uh, or yeah, three of the top four. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $129 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $249 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Teams in the West are the Blazers spurs and the jazz right now it is insane i know it's i think it'll all i think it'll even out they'll fall off a little bit because even like like it wasn't it wasn't looking great that the nuggets lost to the jazz on opening night i was i wasn't super concerned but i was a little concerned uh but now we find out that the jazz might actually be halfway decent until they just trade all their pieces off um but even a good win over the warriors though yeah yeah they did beat the warriors um Jokic even said it like I kind of expect us to suck the first 20 games because Murray is working himself back into shape Porter's working himself back in like they're they're all kind of getting back into rhythm and everything like Jokic said like 
yeah, we're probably going to suck the first 20 games. And that's fair. Like, you still don't want to get off to a poor start or anything. Usually the first 20 games is very much feeling out process. By that 20, that 20 to 40 mark, then you're halfway through the season, that's when you figure out who's good and who's bad. But those first 15 to 20, that's a lot of just feeling out stuff. And I'll point to this. I'll point to this. Uh, the 2022 Stanley Cup champion Colorado Avalanche started off, this is their first 10 games mind you, but they started off four, five, and one, not a great start to the season, four, five, and one for a team that everyone considered last year as the Stanley cup favorites, not great. And you know, then they went on this huge run in the middle of the season. And then they, at the end of the season, they didn't care. They were resting guys. And then they won the, the same, they lost four games, all playoffs. Don't put too much stock into yeah. the first I mean, 10 to just- 15 games. Look at last season. The Boston Celtics threw 50 games with 25 yeah. and 25. Like, they just, they just went off on a run in the second half of the season. The the Miami Heat, many consider, you know, before the Warriors, the dynasty of the NBA. The first season they went to the NBA Finals, they were 12 and 11. Through through like twenty three games, so they were not they were not playing well. A lot of people were like, "Oh, maybe this this whole combination isn't working." But you know, you got to get the the rhythm down. Exactly, that's not going to happen for the Lakers, though. So. No, no, it's not. That, that that was what I was going to throw in there. Is uh, yeah, for a lot of teams, it's like okay, figure some stuff out. Maybe you got guys coming back from injury. Maybe you got new pieces you got to work in and everything. For the Lakers, that team's just broke. It's and, and it's, we have the the toughest schedule. We have the toughest first tough twelve games yeah. of any team in the NBA. We're, our next game's against the Denver Nuggets. Congratulations, Lakers! They're gonna beat the Nuggets, and you're gonna you're gonna. Oh, I oh, oh you know me. Oh, you sad. know me. I will glow if if it does happen. I will glow because I'm gonna be like, how how do they lose to these two awful teams? The Jazz and the Lakers. How the how the hell your NBA Finals pick gonna do that? I'm very worried about that one because just mainly for your gloating purposes, I'm a little bit worried about that one. I'm not yeah, even like you, this. Huge you can't even. Nuggets you fan. can't even. You can't even gloat if the Nuggets no. beat the Lakers because there's no because the Lakers, the Lakers. That just feels like that. That should be an automatic win yeah. right now. Like beating the Lakers. That team sucks. It's just an awful team. It's a really bad basketball team. And it's a and it's in Denver too. So if we win, yeah, they oh should boy. they should win that game. Oh boy, Russ has got Russ has got the beef with the Rocky, the mascot. Still, I don't know if that's going to be complete better or worse. I hope he I hope he takes it personal and he's like, I'm going to prove Rocky wrong. And then you're going to get a triple double. You're going to get a triple double tomorrow night. Is he? Is he going to get a triple triple double? single? Maybe triple single. The new triple single. <laughs> the the new, new Draymond. The new triple single. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, I think I think we uh, yeah, and I shouldn't mention Sean is is right. John Morant looks incredible oh, in this man. first week of the season. He's so fun. He's so fun. Luke, Luca may have ruined my MVP pick in the first freaking game. How did Dallas lose that game against uh, the oh, I was Luca. I don't think Luca lost the MVP pick there. Uh, what lost it was Jason Kidd taking out Christian Wood after he went. He was, he was going higher. He was playing yeah. so well. Why are you sitting him down? I was like, yo, Dallas don't know how to hold on to a lead. Like, even when they had the lead, I was like, this game is not over. I knew the game wasn't over because I was like, it's the first half. They're in Phoenix. Phoenix is going to make a run. 
but I was just like embarrassed for them. I was like, damn, how y'all how y'all lose a 25 point lead? Not I was I was upset because you know I talked a lot of shit about the sun just being broken and like oh i don't know how they're gonna recover like after last season and then dallas was putting it on them and i was thinking like oh yeah like i'm i'm looking real smart right now i'm looking good like yeah they are broken and then they came back and i'm not even sure the suns have lost honestly i think they might be undefeated uh, no, um, i think they're they have one loss okay yeah. well they've still looked good like they they got a win over the clippers i think they uh they they've been playing well no matter yeah. how you look at it and I'm like, oh man, maybe the Suns aren't broken, and now maybe they actually are going to be good. Uh, but that's bad for you because that Chris Paul Russell Westbrook trade ain't looking good right now. My my hot take uh, trade ain't looking too good right now for you. I, I I didn't even believe you. I never believed you <laughs> when you said that. So don't worry. I was trying. Not, I was trying. Not getting, not getting my hopes up for your your phantom trades talk. Uh, yeah, they're two and they're two and one. The Suns. So. Okay. Anything else stood out to you? Uh, First week of the NBA season. Um, I I need NBA to make the NBA League Pass trial longer so I can have the oh, first two weeks sucks. of the season. I I just like bouncing around from different games. Like I got to see that nice little game with uh, what was it, Detroit in Orlando that came went down to the stretch on opening night. That was really good. Um, but yeah, I just want them to make the League Pass trial a little bit longer. The Sixers are one and three. The Nets are one and two. What what are we thinking with these two teams? Are are we willing to give these two like the benefit of the doubt of all right, early figuring things out, or I'm, should there be I'm a going, little bit of panic? I think I think if you're a Sixers fan, you should be a little bit worried because I when yeah, but when you and Nick last week picked them to make it to the finals, I was like, Yeah, I'm putting a lot on James Harden. <laughs> He's good. Already, yeah, he has looked good. He looks aggressive. He looks yeah. like he 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 looks like he wants to score. That he he when he gets the ball, he's gonna make a decision whether it's creating the shot for someone else or himself. Uh, Joel Embiid, the defense are just honing in on him. Like especially that Boston game, they just they treated him like Kevin Durant in that net series. I think I think the the plantar fasciitis is slowing Embiid down a little bit. They lost to the Celtics. They lost to the Bucks. Everyone expects them to be top three, top four in the East. Those aren't like the worst losses in the world. The Spurs no. loss, not great because nobody, even though the Spurs are playing well, no one really expected much from the Spurs. That's probably a game Schwinn. Then they beat the Pacers last night. I'm not too, too worried about the Sixers. One, because Harden looks good, and that's a good sign for them. Maxi looks good. And Embiid, I do think, is being bothered by, by the foot injury. Like maybe they should like take it slower with him and just like long think long term because they're going to be a playoff team regardless. You want him healthy in the playoffs. You don't need more wear and tear on a body that already has too much wear and tear on it. The Nets, I'm a little more concerned about because Ben Simmons, man, I thought like he would be good in the sense that they could be like a little bit of a Draymond for for Kyrie and Durant. One Kyrie still does, he's not gonna move like Steph and stuff. Dude, he just he really, really just like looks afraid to do anything shooting wise. Like at least Draymond will like attack, he'll like try a floater, he'll he'll give the impression that he'll shoot a three and he'll he'll take his backpack three every now and again. But like Simmons ain't doing anything offensively, which is 
not not too out of the ordinary. We we know that like the the knock on Simmons has always been won't do anything offensively. He's scared. Ben Simmons had like a forty point game against Rudy Gobert. He there was a time people forget there was a time where he'd get to the rim, he'd attack the rim, he'd finish over and through contact and everything. Ben Simmons used to be like a good in the paint scorer, and now he just won't attack or do anything. It's that's what I'd be concerned about is it's not that he's he's not utilized like Draymond in that like oh he's not bringing to the table what you would hope he would like Draymond it's that like Draymond will at least be when Draymond was peak Draymond mind you like now it's a little bit different but Simmons is still young he's not attacking or anything that's what I'd be concerned about if I if I'm a Nets fan that Simmons just he's he's just a guard out there who's afraid to shoot and it just isn't doing anything but passing the ball. And so you're leaving him alone to do nothing. It's, it's concerning. It's concerning. Yeah. They have to, they have to figure out how they're going to use him. I, I, I'm not going to take it and panic too much because Ben Simmons could be here today, gone tomorrow. Uh, as far as like him just deciding, Oh no, you know what? I'm too scared to play on offense. I'm going to sit out for the whole season. I would not be surprised with, with Ben Simmons at this point, if he just decides that. So I'm not too concerned with the, with the, uh, the nets and a lot of their, their losses are kind of understandable. New Orleans is kind of uh, Nick, Nick was right about them. They seem like they, they are a very good team. So that, that loss was understandable. So, I'm not I'm not too stressed with the with the Nets or too worried with the Nets here. The Heat, however, the one in three Heat. I told you. I told you I was down on the Heat. You did. I was right about that one. At least you did for the first four games. You you for the first week you were right about the Heat, especially that Bulls game. I was like, oh. what? Is, I watched that Bulls game. I was like, what is going on here? Like, do, do you realize this Bulls team has no Lonzo, no Zach Levine? What are y'all doing? The just, Bulls just kind of double, like they're, double they're DeMar DeRozan. They were playing one on one with DeMar DeRozan. Like, what are you doing? I, I I was not high on Miami this year. I wasn't high on the Bulls either. And they're they beat the Celtics last night as well. Like, good on the Bulls. They're actually not playing. They're they're playing well to start the season. I do think that'll that'll tail off because Billy Donovan yeah. is he's he's proven to be like solid in the regular season and the playoffs come and it just doesn't work out. But I didn't think they they'd start off like this hot. The Heat though. I told you I was worried about them. They're not off to a good start. I, I think they'll turn around. Like, Spolstra's too good of a coach. Jimmy Butler's too good of a player. I just wasn't as high on them this season as in the, the past. I thought last season was just – it's not like it was a fluke or anything, but last season it just felt like it was a, the, uh, a perfect storm of just things going right for them. And I thought it was just going to be tough to replicate. And so far it has, and we'll see if – They'll, they'll turn it around. They're, I still pick them to be in the playoffs, but I am looking good on, on my Miami Heat pick, at least to start the season. Uh, I expect slander. That, You're slander. You're slander. You slander people, Jeremy. I wasn't and high you, on them. I was not, right. You do not have stones when you live in a, a Oklahoma City Thunder glass house. You should We're doing great. Crazy. We're the best team in the league. <laughs> at, at tanking, yes. Yeah. I agree. We got one purpose, and that's to lose. And so far, we've done it. I I see no problem with the way OKC is playing. You got these teams like the Kings who were who were thought they were going to be good this year. Yo, you, you had, I like had bad Lakers. people telling me the Kings were a sleeper team. I had bad people telling me. I was like, I was like, man, 
I expected the Lakers to not go off to a to to a good start. I said it last week, even though I had the Lakers as an eight seed, I was like, we're not gonna have the best start because we have the 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 toughest schedule of anyone in the first half of the season. But the Kings, though, the Kings, yeah, they versed. I think what they versed the Clippers for one of the games, so that's understandable. But they had some winnable games, especially down the stretch, and they still look like the Sacramento Kings. We we are going on what it's been 16 years since the Sacramento Kings, the Queens made the NBA playoffs. 16 I, years, Jeremy. They're, they're not good. I see people want to talk about tanking and stuff. This is what upsets me about, about tanking. Um, and, and people like using OKC as the black eye for tanking. I'd rather be transparent about what's going on with the team then like try like the Kings and still be bad. At least OKC has a plan. And, and by the way, they haven't even tanked like it longer than like the magic, the magic. I don't know what their plan has been. They've been bad for a while. The Rockets ever since they traded hard, they've been bad just as long as OKC has. They both made the playoffs in the same amount of time. And the Rockets have actually had a worse record over the last three years than OKC. They're turning around a little bit now, which is good for them. Same with the magic. They've been, They've been bad just as long as OKC has and have a worse record on OKC. They've had higher picks as well. At least their top two, their top pick is playing this year. Our top pick is even playing this year. So that's another lost season for us. Like people look at OKC as a black eye for tanking because they are at least transparent about what they want to do. And they're transparent about it because all the stars have just wanted to leave. Kevin Durant wanted to leave. Paul George wouldn't leave. So they've had to just go about things the other way. And, and for some reason, people want to knock them for this. They signed Shea. If they really wanted to tr- tank, they would just traded Shea as well. That's when I'll be like, okay, what's the He's plan? a building piece. He's a building piece for the future. If, if they wanted to tank, they would trade him because they could get a haul of draft picks for this Shea. It's all about that. But like They're this not trading true. him. They're trying to build around him. So I don't buy that... Okay, see, I mean, we are trying to tank. I'm not going to lie and be like, oh, we're not trying to tank. Like, we're not trying to be good, but at least we have a plan for the future. And I'd rather know the plan and be transparent about the plan than be like the Kings, who is like, we're not trying to tank. We're trying to be good. And they still suck. I'd rather be transparent than incompetent. And some of these teams are just fucking incompetent. There you go. Like the Lakers, yeah, we're incompetent. We're That's true. Incompetent That's very true. Very much like the Lakers. I'm, see, I'm honest. Uh, you get, you guys, can, you guys can get on me for my Laker rants a lot of times, but I'm honest. When when we're playing like <laughs> shit, we're shit. Uh, anything else from the NBA? The first week of the NBA season. I think that's about it. Uh, I was, wait a second. I got to call you out. I got to call you out because this is our first show since we did our fantasy draft. Last week, you well, had killing the game. You had the number two pick, right? You had the number two pick, and I said, "If you're not a coward, take Anthony Davis, your boy Anthony Davis, who you said was going to win the MVP award." I, no, I did not. Season. See, don't lie on me. Don't lie on. Let's not let facts get in the way of a good story. Don't lie on my name. I said top five. If I had the number five pick. In the fantasy draft, I would have picked Anthony Davis. Of course. You but if I have number two, him. 
If I have a number two and Giannis Antetokounmpo is on the board, I'm picking Giannis. The only person I would pick over Giannis is Luka Dantich. You should have believed in your guy, Anthony Davis, your MVP pick, Anthony Davis, and you should have taken him number two, but you were a coward and you didn't. And then, and then SP3, you took zero Lakers, which I'm not going to say is a terrible thing because that team's awful, but you took zero Lakers. You believed in your team so much, you took zero of them no lakers none you couldn't even throw russell westbrook a sympathy pick i got lebron at least which is a great pick because i knew lebron was the end of a great season i at least got lebron you took none no lakers i even tried to offer you because anthony davis was there i'd like the ninth pick or the 10th pick i had a late pick it's a 12 team league and i tried to tell you like i'll take anthony davis give me your next two picks and you took too long to respond. And then I just took Lillard because I don't actually want Anthony Davis. And that Lillard pick is looking brilliant as well. <laughs> the Lillard pick is looking good. But I I chose a, an immaculate team. My team is immaculate. And that's why I am 1-0. I pulled out I pulled out. A, even with Shea. Shea injured for the last game of the week. I still won. I still won. It looked like I wasn't. But I still won. And we're both one and zero. See, you're doing well in this fantasy league. I know. Unlike our, great I, unlike our fantasy football team that you don't even want to talk about. I turned that around. I'm like three and four now. I'm not like doing terrible. In fantasy Let me see. Let me now. see. Let me see. I think you're lying. But you're last place in a in the AEW division. So even so Sean is above you. Sean, who I just I just I just smashed him. I smashed him and stacked him. Okay, so look, this is why fantasy football and all fantasy sports are stupid. Okay, look at this. The, the oh, I, I, oh, by the way, I'm tied for the number one seed in all. All right, this is why entire league. This is why it's stupid. SB three. I I am three and four, by the way, which is fine. Last yeah, I know. Place, so. blah, blah, blah. Who cares? Okay, this is why it's dumb. How do I go back? Like we okay, here it is. Week. If there was one week, I think it was like week two. A week that I lost. All right, week three. Week three. I lost to to Sean, by the way. I lost to oh. Sean. All right. So okay. I had I had a hundred and how can oh jeez. Why is it it's just so annoying? All right, here. All right, here. I lost to Sean, by the way. Right? Mm-hmm. I had a hundred and sixteen points. I would have beaten. I don't think this is actually the week. Oh, okay. Week two. It was week two, right? I had a hundred and forty-one points. I lost to uh, I don't I don't know who the manager is. Apologies. I had 141 what did, points. What was the team? Uh, Hunter Hurst Henry. Uh that's uh, Tempest. Okay, I lost to Tempest. I had 141 points this week. Tempest had 146 points. I had the third highest point total of the entire league. I lost because of the match. This is why it's stupid though. I would have beaten. Anybody else but Tempest and uh, Brooklyn Combat Club. Those are the that's only two Romeo. teams. That's uh, two. Romeo. R- Romeo. I would have beaten everybody else but them. But I unfortunately got stuck against Tempest. This is why it's all stupid. Like, my team's not bad. I just had a bad matchup that week. 
So what does, it, what does it matter if you would have beaten all the other teams that you're not facing that week? That makes no sense. It matters. Sense. That, that fantasy is stupid. It's dumb. Louie, by the way, Louie Dangor, who's 5-2 and two five and two. This five is another two. reason why it's stupid. Louie Dangor has never watched a second of NFL football in his life. Never. He can't name you a single player. We tried to bait him into taking Rob Gronkowski just because he was a former WWE 24-7 champion. And he was going to do it. He, he, was, was he was really thinking about it, I will say. Louis doesn't know what he's talking about when he comes. He's never watched. I'm pretty sure he hasn't set his lineup once this entire team, <laughs> this entire season. And he'll he's take to zero. He'll take to zero sometimes. Yeah. Like, Louis doesn't know what he's doing. And he's fine. This is why fantasy sports are just dumb. They're absolutely awful. I love drafting. Drafting is really fun. I'm cool with that. Like, actually setting my lineup and stuff. I think I forgot this week. Like, I just I forgot to set my lineup. And so, like, I had a defense that didn't play this week. So, that probably didn't help me. Um, oh, look at that. We're facing each other in, in basketball and football fantasy this week. Oh, this week we are? Yep. Oh, all right. Well, I actually got to try this week. Now. Oh, man. It's going to be a good show next week. Good yeah, show. I, Bragging, I right. Bragging rights up for grabs next week. Yeah. We'll have to figure something out. I don't know if we're going to do that, but we'll have to figure something out. I'd say, like, I'd say nice things about the Lakers, but I'm not trying to lie on this show. Yeah, that's too much. That's yeah. too much. <laughs> I, I don't even want to say nice things about I got nothing nice to say about these Los Angeles Lakers at this there, point. There's not a ton you can say that's nice. Oh, I wanted to call you out because I saw a video. What I, I saw do? a video where you were talking. I think it was like you were talking on your couch or whatever. And you know what? We never have said this on the air, but I heard you said you watch Abbott Elementary. Yeah. And why am I just finding out about this? We could be talking about this every So, week. okay, okay. It's like one of I my literally, favorite shows. I literally started watching the show the week that I had off after I got married, that's when uh, the wife and I started watching. So that's why that was the first time you'd heard about it because that was the, when we started like watching it and like, we watched it that week and then we watched the entire first season and a couple episodes of the second season. We're a little bit behind now because we haven't watched it in a couple of weeks, but I have watched, we can talk about the first season if you want I've seen the entire first season. That I I love this show and I, I like I'm, one of my friends actually just started watching it and I had to tell him that uh, Janine is the is the writer and creator of the whole series and the series is based on her mother the the oh. Cheryl the Cheryl Lee Roth character is based on her mother like and I I love I, I've always been a fan of Cheryl Lee Roth I've been a fan of her since she was D on Moesha and. I will never forgive uh, Frank for, uh, you know, that affair that he did where he gave birth to his own nephew. I'll never forgive that. But Shirley Roth is one of the one of the best under most underrated actresses that I've seen. And I'm so glad that, you know, she's got this platform. Just won um, the, the Emmy for her performance in the first season and the second season. She had me die. I'm sorry, but you saw like the first like two episodes of the second season. Yeah, at least the first two. Yeah. So you saw the second episode where she talks about she always uh, misnames black actors into white actors. I've seen that clip, <laughs> but I don't think we've actually watched that episode. Oh, uh, OK, episode. OK. So maybe I think it is seen... the second episode. I think OK, that. then I don't think we've seen that because I've seen the clip, but I don't. We haven't watched it like on on the TV, but I I do know what you're talking about, and that is a hilarious yes. hilarious clip. Yes, yeah. the the only the, the the best character though is Ava. Oh, Ava's the 
<laughs> like I like I'm, I'm sorry. Like I've seen other principal characters, and I love principal characters in school ones. Love Mr. Belden and all that stuff. Love Mr. Feeney. But I'm sorry, Ava is the goat principal because <sighs> she just does not give any type no. of fucks. Not at all. <laughs> not she, at all. She is like she just has like these great just like quips and one liners. <laughs> And they, so they, the bit that I do now on Twitter, the, the psych yourself up to be yourself today. Like I tweet this every morning. That's from Ava and that show. Like Janine is like getting all like hype for stuff. And Ava's just like, Janine, what are you doing? Psyching yourself up to be yourself today. And I was like, oh, that's so brilliant. <laughs> that's so brilliant. So yes, that, that line is actually from this show. Um, so good. When, when Ava says it to Janine, like it's, it's all oh, Ava's Ava rules. Ava, her quips yeah. at Janine just had me rolling when she was so on I didn't the know... step team. I love that episode. Yo, the step team episode <laughs> is very good. Yes, that is very good. And that's where like we saw like a little bit of human side of Ava too, because yeah. she's taking care of grandmother and everything. So that was that was nice to see. Uh yeah, that was a good episode. I did not realize until it was pointed out to me that Greg was Chris. Yeah, you didn't know that? that, that no. That's what got me and my missus into the show because she was oh. like, she was like, oh, they got a new show with uh with everybody hates Chris. And I was like, oh, okay, let's watch it. And we I was like, I was like, I loved it. I was because I saw him, I saw Cheryl Lee Roth. I was like, oh, I'm here. I'm here. These are two of my favorites. I, I like I, I see the show and I watch him appear on screen, and I was like, oh, he he looks familiar, but I couldn't like place it. I just could not place it and then finally like it, it came it came and i was able to obviously figure it out it was it, him but i was like oh, his shit. character is hilarious is too the, the oh you know his weird pet peeves are hilarious oh Ooh, yeah pizza? i don't like yeah. i don't like i don't like how to cheese <laughs> how you to know cheese who my favorite the bread it is okay oh, <laughs> he does like pizza yes <laughs> And then he's like, oh, yeah, the Baltimore pizza, Baltimore-style pizza. And they go and get it, and it's just, like, greasy and all this shit. Oh, man. That was so good. That was so good. My I favorite character, though, uh, besides Ava, Tariq. Him doing his raps all yes! the time. Yes! That shit yes! me so much. Yes! <laughs> Let's, when him and Janine do their little dance. Oh, yeah, yeah. The money thing is, like, one last time. Oh, yes. That rules. <laughs> He's always rapping. Tariq is hilarious. When he performed at the school, that's... Oh, the fade performance. Yes, the fade performance. Oh, man. So so the wife doesn't like... She doesn't like rap. Doesn't listen to it. Doesn't like it. When he does his bars, and like, they're not good, obviously. They're they're just not. And like, every time, I'm just like hyping him up. And she just looks at me and she's like, what are you doing? I'm just like, he's got bars. Listen to him spit. He got bars. He's going off right here. And she's like, you've got to stop. When he was at the school, when he was when he was chaperoning for the school in the finale of season one. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yo, he he's the worst. Like I, I'm mad. I was mad in season two when she was like, oh, we're not gonna see Tariq anymore. I was like, damn. He was like one of my favorites. When I he like- was, yeah, I, I season two. I haven't gotten too far. He wasn't like briefly in season two when he said like goodbye that the first yeah. episode. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, when he does the chaperone though, and he does the, the as I give it's like when I move, you move. And just just like like that. That. <laughs> And then when they lose the one kid, he's like, Oh yeah, we're missing one. The base is he gone. was like, he was like, he was like, Yeah, 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 I hear it. I hear yeah. it. <laughs> he was like, I hear it. We missed yep. one. We he's like, We're missing one. the base. I, I can tell. I can tell he's gone. I'm, I'm pretty sure we missed one. <laughs> 
the wife would like to point out Melissa is that she she oh. typed vest, but I'm pretty sure she meant best. What what y'all need to watch season two? They made her okay. even better. Did you you saw the first episode when they went? We've to seen the, the other first school. episode when yes. they went to the other school and we meet her sister at the end. Have we watched? Now I'm questioning if we watched the first episode. Baby, let me know. We definitely watched the first episode. That was like the first had. episode was when the Flyers mascot when they yes got the, we watched yeah that yeah, yeah 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 that yes. was when they went to the other school because they I think the either something something they sent went to the other school and it was like an Earth Two of Abbott where they had a version of each one of them like they had the white version of Janine uh, that was her friend they okay. had uh, oh yes. They had okay. another. They had another. Uh, oh, the white teacher that always like uh, is trying to embrace the culture. Uh, <laughs> the wife is coming in here. Yeah. See, I'm with you. I think you're wrong on the first episode. SP three. I'm not. I, I'm not wrong. I'm pretty sure that's the first episode. Because the first no, it was the first episode. Yeah, was when Gritty was back and they're back from the summer and Janine is like trying to. Yeah, gritty. Gritty, yeah. That's yes. it. The, the mascot, because they, I remember, because at the end, the mascot is, uh, they they chose the wrong date. They chose the date yes. when it was the orientation for the for the students. So they had yes. to do something for the first day with the students. So they get like, I think- like, They did not go truck. to another school. Yes, they did. Because at the end, when they're outside with the truck for the kids, that's when uh the other the Italian teacher from the other school passes by, and that that's when Melissa admits to Janine, "That's my sister." Okay, she gave no, them so, a dirty look. Okay, no, that's that's episode two, SP three. You're wrong. Episode I'm checking one. It. I am. I'm, I got it right here. Development day is episode one. Yes, and yes, while preparing for the new school year. Janine arranges an assortment of activities, but her plans go awry. At the same time, she's facing danger of eviction and debt as a result of her breakup with Tariq. Meanwhile, Barbara helps Gregory Pran for his class in the school year while she awaits a new student who uses a wheelchair. When classes get combined due to a te teacher shortage, Melissa receives third or receives 10. Yes, third grade you're right. You're right. You're right. Yes. Yeah. Wrong delivery, which it seems like yes, that's yes, when they yes, go to the, that's yes, episode yes, two. Yes, yes. So you have fucking confused the shit out of all of us, SP3. You are wrong. <laughs> I've been told I gotta be nice. He's wrong, baby. He's wrong. <laughs> He's in a bad place mentally because the Lakers are terrible. He's yes, confusing Abbott Elementary episodes. This is true. I am in a bad place because the Lakers are not doing very well at all. So we oh, watched know the first season. episode, which was Development Day, not Wrong Delivery. We've not seen the second episode, though. So we got to get back on watching this stuff. Yeah, you got to get back on that. We have been watching Love is Blind. Yeah, we've been watching the new season of Love is Blind. Ah, I haven't been watching much much reality. I only watched the first episode of The Challenge. So we, um, We'll talk about that here in a second. We have Caden, who's been sitting here backstage for a little while. I don't know why he comes on the show anymore, but he does. I don't know what he wants to talk about. I'm sure I'll cut him off, but for now, let's bring him on. Hello, Caden. Hi. I have I have something I need to grab real quickly. Okay. I forgot I, forgot I need okay. to grab this. He just said right, he was sitting there for a while. Well, well, while I do this, talk. Yep. While you do that, you're off screen. Go, go grab it. <laughs> grab whatever you need to grab. He'd been sitting back there. He knows he's coming on this show. I, I swear, I swear the cadence segments are usually just me laughing. There we go. Just me laughing. Yeah. Me laughing All right. So 
Oh, SB3. I'm I'm sorry. Caden's gonna be very mean. So I apologize. He's gonna be very mean. Okay. Okay. I'm just prepare. I'm preparing you that Caden's about to be very mean. No problem. All right. What if I just didn't bring him on the show? That that's that worked perfect because yeah. I I know what I'm doing. If you do. Oh man. Now I'm in a dilemma because I want to see. What you do. <laughs> I don't want you to leave. I like you over Caden. I, I will like I'll I'll admit that on air right now. I like you more than Caden. I like All you right, more Kaden. than Caden as well. <laughs> Very low bar that we've set. <laughs> Look what you've done, Caden. You've made sleep. SB3 leave. The Astros left. You've the made Yankees. him leave. Why'd you do that, Caden? Because we swept the Yankees. I gotta do it. Why why'd you make SB3 leave? Are you wearing a Brock Lesnar shirt? No, I'm wearing a it's a roller coaster shirt. Oh. I was about to kick you off the show for wearing a wrestling shirt. No, I will not wear a wrestling shirt on this show. All right, what do you want to talk? You've made SB3 leave, so now you have to make up for it because you've you've booted well, my co-host and now you're here. There's breaking news. What? Adidas terminated the partnership. Oh, with Kanye? Yeah. Great. That just came out. Great. Uh, the Ast- the Astros are going to the World Series against the Philadelphia Phillies. Should be a really fun series. I think that starts Friday, maybe Tuesday or Wednesday. Friday. <laughs> Friday. I don't know. I'm paying attention to the schedule. No, there's no baseball all week. You don't even know when it starts. I genuinely do not know when it starts. I've been off social media for like three days. Why? You're a fake fan if you don't know when the World Series starts. I was at the Formula One race and I had absolutely no cell signal for three straight days. Okay, what what's what prevented you from looking it up today before you came on air and gave fake news and being a fake fan? Even I'm if you had no cell news. signal, you should know when it starts. You're <laughs> you're allegedly an Astros fan. I, I am an Astros fan. I watched the I watched the last game. I shouldn't see what day it started. That doesn't mean you're a fan just because you watched the last game. How many games did you I watch am- in the regular season? I think I watched like four because I don't watch regular season baseball. There are 162 uh, games. Oh, I cannot like sit through baseball games. I don't have the attention span. It's on Friday, by the way. I'm yeah, the baseball. I I, I'm the baseball guy here. I can't sit through baseball games. It's, You're a fake Astro. I don't have the attention span for it. You're a fake fan. I have a Jose Altuve jersey sitting in my no? closet. That so just means that you're be? dumb with money. Exactly. <laughs> that doesn't mean you're a real fan. It just means you're stupid with money. I will. I have my trash can back there. I'll bang the trash can. That Good means reference. I'm a real fan if I bang trash cans. Good reference. What is he talking about? Oh, and the Astros cheated. Come on. Oh, well, and they banged the trash, the trash can. You're a fake Astros fan because you don't know when the World Series starts. That is allegedly your team competing in it. Are That's you from Houston? I'm from Austin. We don't have a baseball team. Why don't you just say no? <laughs> I flew over the stadium the other day. It was pretty cool. What, a, what else do you want to talk about, Caden? I you've already upset me because SP3 left with your your terrible bit. You're a fake ha- Astros fan. You're t- trying to talk about Kanye. Like who cares? What else? Uh, I saw Ed Sheeran on Saturday. That's great. He was really good. So what he does. 
is up on the, it's just him, no band. Yes. And yeah, he, and he has a foot pedal and it's a yeah, light a show. Yeah, that's great. And Sharon's been touring for like 10 years now. You're not coming up with this isn't. I don't anymore. know who out here knows this. SP3 didn't know that. He 100% did not knows. know that. Everybody knows this. SP3 did not know that. Everyone knows this, Caden. Okay, whatever you what say. What else? Have you all talked about football on the show yet? No. What the hell is going on with Tom Brady and the Buccaneers? Lost to the Panthers because the Panthers are the best team in the league. <laughs> sure, whatever you say, Jeremy. Panthers without Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, Christian McCaffrey is no longer holding back the offense. He's no longer getting injured every week for you. He's getting yeah. injured every week for other people. XFL legend PJ Walker lighting him up, baby. <laughs> There's two XFL starters in Taylor Heineke and PJ Walker. PJ Walker's the GOAT. He's actually playing pretty well. I mean, he didn't the first week when he didn't throw a pass over five yards, but he did play well this week. Well, the Bucks are terrible. The Bucks there's are some terrible. there's some big news for an FMC favorite. There is. Go ahead. Sam Ellinger is the starter for the Indianapolis Colts. He's gonna have a good time. Probably not behind that offensive line. Probably gonna. Get He's just going to be trucking people. Have you seen how big his calves are? No. How big are they? They're freaking huge. Oh, my God. He was in front of me at an ACL for – I think it was for Travis Scott. He was in front of me at ACL for that. And this man is a beast. He is built. That's because you're small, Caden. But, no, he's like – he's built like a tight end. Giselle is a witch, not helping Tom anymore, and that's why he sucks now. That is, that's the theory that's going on out there. I buy that. Do you think he's going to retire midseason? No, he's going. He's too much pride. He's going to pull. He's going to play out. He's going to ask it traded. Honestly, trade deadlines next week. He's going to ask it traded. Like, give me on that team. That team is a train wreck right. this year. SP3 is still flipping me off with the fans. He should. He should. All right. Do you have anything else to add? Midnight's is still amazing. True. That's your best comment you've ever made, Kate. Trash. Wait, what? No, SP3. Now I kicking you off of the show. We are not going to slander Taylor Swift here. <laughs> We're definitely not doing that. I finally found a song off of Reputation that I really like. Okay. I think it was. Let me see exactly which one it was because. I want to know a lot of music this weekend, but I have it if I can find it. That's great, Caden. Good appearance. Good appearance, Caden. Good job. You've managed to piss off everyone on this show. <laughs> That's hilarious. He does. He does so well. I'm doing that. He does. SB3. We're you're not going to disparage the greatest singer songwriter of all time, Taylor Swift. You, oh, you mean Stevie Wonder? Listened- you haven't even listened to the album. You mean Stevie Wonder? Have you listened to the album? Why would I listen to trash? I, I got tra- so you can't. I got trash. It. I can. I can listen to my toilet to hear shit like that. You can't. Sp three. No. no. Yeah. Don't be mean. Don't huh? be mean. Sp three. I'm being. I know honest. you're. I know you're in a bad place right now. I know I'm being you've been honest. hurting. I know you've been hurting this week. Sp three. You should honestly listen to it. I did. I listened to it. It was Basura. Basuda. It was about Suda. You didn't listen to. It. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. 
You're in a bad place. Anti-hero and all that stuff. It could lift you up, SB3. Trash. Be, put yourself in a good mood. No, it wouldn't. I'll be depressed. No, you listen to Bejeweled. That's a nice little dance song. You lift your dance? spirits with How y'all yeah. supposed to dance to that? You haven't heard it, so you don't know. No, you, I heard that. How no, y'all supposed to dance to that? What do you mean? How, it's very easy. Do you? Can you not dance to something like that? I mean, I could dance. I proved I, that, I know I proved that when Electric Slide came on at you. I know you can. That's why I'm like, how can you not dance? How can you not dance to it? I can't dance to trash. No, SP3, don't be mean. I'm gonna let it go because I know you're in a tough place right now. I'm telling you, listen to it. Actually, listen to it because you're lying. Don't lie on the show, SP3. You're lying. I, I listen to it, and you haven't listened to it. I listened to like one song, and that's all some I can these, get through. Some of these songs could lift you. SP3. It's about love. Nah, if I if stuff. I want to do that, if I want to do that, listen to 50 Cent, Get Rich or Die Trying. That is a good album. Do you not like love? Do you hate love? If I if I if I love love, I just listen to Jagged Edge first album. That's a good that's a good album too. But you should also listen to to love. I'm gonna ban the wife from everything. She just messaged says I don't think a lot of Taylor is uplifting. Thank you. She. She Thank has you. no room to talk. If I wanted to listen to a singer that uplift me, I listen to Alicia Keys. Never heard of her. She has no room to talk because she doesn't listen to the album I either. Both of you. Falling both of you. What is this? In and out what is with you. Sometimes I love you. Sometimes you make me blue. Yay. Yay. Like a very good love song if you're making them blue. Nah, you gotta you're uplifting yourself. When you when you uh, end a relationship, she's trying to uplift you. Unlike Taylor Swift, who's always talking about her breakups. This sounds like the, this person, Alexa Key Alexa Key, is doesn't understand relationships either. And who were who were we originally talking about? Tyler Swift. No, don't do no. See, I already did that. You can't just like turn around and do it again. That's not a original. Yes, I can. Yes, no. I can. Yes, I can. My and mom you got always the, told, the, my mom always told me I'm right. rubber and you're glue. Whatever you say bounces <laughs> off of me and sticks to you. You and the wife can talk and talk about an album that you've never listened to and act like you know what you're talking about, while myself. And my my fellow Swifties, the Cease Twins, did. Okay, it. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. Yo, big numbers with I the Midnight skip, Stream. I didn't skip a track. I went track after track, and I was like, "Banger, ten out of ten. Banger, ten out of ten. Banger, ten out of ten. Then I saw some of the music videos, and I was like, "Yo, he this this person is wilding." That's how I felt when I was listening to Fifty Cent get rich and die trying. I'm about dollars. What the fuck is 50 cent? <laughs> great line. Great line, though. That was a great line. Great line in, in American rap history. It is. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> Put him on the map, though, because that was the first time anybody heard of his name when, yeah. when 50 when, uh, J did that. Kaden is holding up something and I don't care. Like, I'm not adding you back to the street. I don't even know why you're still around. I like, I'm pretty sure it's like Taylor Swift related, which, you know, is a nice like way to try to get me to put you back on screen. But you had your time, Kaden. You can leave. 
Now he's like holding up a finger. Like, wait, I'm not putting you back on the screen. Wait, let's talk about the challenge. So he can't come. Yes. Back. Let's talk that's, about the that's the subject that we usually talk <laughs> about. He can't join us. I don't know if Hannah has watched any or shared. I'm, I'm fairly certain she has. Yeah. I'll send her. I'll send her the link, but I don't know if she's actually like watched any of this. Fairly, fairly certain she hasn't. But we do need to update uh, the the drafting list. We do. And you can, you, if you saw episode two, you can spoil it for me. I don't really care because okay. I do know. I do know who was eliminated of episode okay. two because my YouTube is. I watch a bunch of challenge podcasts, and literally in the title of stuff, they just put the results of of the second episode. So it's like. I'm going to watch it eventually. I just have to figure out a way to work this MTV app. MTV, the only app oh, that app- you need a cable station. Uh, you need a cable plan to, to access their app. Like, there's no other way to watch the challenge unless you have cable that has MTV. And Sling doesn't have MTV. I'm pissed. Their app, their app sucks. Um, it does. I think online you can actually watch challenge episodes for free. Like, the latest one for free. What like on the on the yeah on the MTV website. website? Okay, yeah, maybe I'll do yeah, that. Go, go to the website, then you can watch for free. I thought it was gonna be on Paramount like the day after, and it's yeah. not, which is very annoying. Do they even still? Ha- did they even have up uh, Challenge UK and Challenge Argentina so. yet? They do. Oh, they don't have don't those up. I don't know about I, all that. I'll I'll put I'll 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 try and figure it out. But I was just like, man, they slacking. Even though I do, I do, I did, I did probably spoil some stuff for myself by looking at the uh, lineup, the cast for Challenge. Uh, what is it? World Champions or whatever it is. Yeah, the, yeah. Don't do that. Okay, so episode one, it's Rider dies. A lot of teams. Uh, we we actually, I didn't realize this because you know I don't watch the the trailers or anything. I try to read as little as possible. This like Johnny. And Nani were not there. Jordan was not there to start. There were teams that we drafted. I mean, my first overall pick were not there to start uh, to start this thing. I'm like, okay, cool. Like this actually. Yo, this this would have been the one of the worst casts ever if this was the the first episode cast was like yeah. the full cast. This yeah. would have been one of the worst season casts ever. Especially, uh, especially when we get to the first challenge and they tell us KC, the reigning champion, yeah. and her brother ain't here. Right. I was like, wait a second. Yeah, KC was with somebody else. And then that person left. And I'm like, wait, hold on. Is KC just like eliminated already? I, what is, they, what is they, happening here? They did specify they've left the game for now. And I, yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure I've seen like season trailers. I know you don't, but I've seen she comes season back. Tra- yeah, Casey's she's back in the she's second seen. episode. Yeah, she's seen in the in the rest of the season. So I knew. So that. she she is back in the second episode. So yeah, Casey comes back because at the end of episode one, Johnny and Nani enter, and then the second episode, uh, like I think it's at the beginning. Um, this is a week ago when I watched it, but but Casey and Kenny enter, and then at the end of episode two. Jordan is there because Tori's like freaking out with everything. So I nice. think now everybody is like good and not. No, in there. we still oh. need Darrell and Veronica. Oh, right. I completely forgot Darrell. At, at least they're doing it early, though. I, yeah, I'd you rather, can't do it I'd rather the first two episodes than what they did in Final Reckoning, where yeah. Corey and uh, Devin don't show up until like 13 episodes in. Right. Um. So Johnny and Raven, when the first episode, 
and so and then Kayla and Sam are going into uh elimination. Can I just and... give it up for for uh Johnny, Raven, and Norris? This was the best first episode of a challenge main season in quite some time because of that love triangle. <laughs> quite some time because at like the whole dynamic of Johnny and Raven is so unique for any yeah. of the seasons that we've seen men female uh type partnerships like we've seen exes where they're you know exes or they still have feelings for each other we've seen it when they're like enemies you know on rivals and stuff but we haven't seen where they like met each other with the intention of being attracted to each other and then the guy basically doesn't want to commit and the girl is just there as his partner but you could tell she really wants to be with him it is a good dynamic it is it is good and i it's going to carry throughout the season and there's going it's going to explode at some point which will be which will be fantastic uh but Kayla and Sam go in and the way that this little gimmick works is three teams go down and they pull a knife and whatever whoever pulls the safe knife they are saved and they can save one of the other three teams the rookies they ain't fucking around this season they said they were going after big targets and johnny raven were like okay let's throw in kayla she's a vet and then colleen and kim pulled the knife and the other teams down there were, were uh jake and laurel laurel's obviously a big target and devin and tory devin and tory are big targets and they throw in devin and tory so immediately you're getting a, a top vet out either the team of devin and tory or kayla and her husband and Devin and Tori end up winning the your you move, I move little gimmick where you have to work together and communicate. And so they are safe for, for the first one. So let me pull up the draft board here because Kayla is now gone. And who who had Kayla? I feel like I might have had Kayla. Yeah, then you have you had her. I know you had her for all stars, but I'm I did have her for all stars. Oh, I had oh, Kayla. you had her. All ah, right. well. Look at that. That's one after, out for you. After a great start, ladies. Yeah, and gentlemen. that's one out for you. Oh, I mean, my ne- my next one isn't good. So, the the next episode, yeah, Johnny and Nani come in at the end of the first episode. They win the second uh, daily challenge. You know, they're they're all back, and banani. they throw banani, banani. They throw in. Oh, here we go. Here's uh, Cher Delaware. Hello, Cher. How Hi, are you? Cher sick oh, oh no. i'm sorry the weather going from 90 to 40 is it's very stupid so is so is my missus and my daughter yeah, so, yeah i feel your pain i gotta yeah. get better before next week or i will have to postpone my surgery oh well that's not good i get that knocked out and- <laughs> yeah i kind of need to get it done <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh have you watched the season of the challenge, are you up on it? I am not, but I already know like who's being eliminated and everything. Okay. All right, so we're on episode two. Uh, Kay- Kayla and Sam have been eliminated first episode. That was SB3's big. Uh, episode two. So Nani, of course, is trying to work with Turbo. Everybody else is trying to take jabs at Turbo and get him off of, uh, get him off his edge and everything because he's just trying to kill everyone, which is so great. Uh, like yeah. Devin... Yes. Devin takes like a shot at him in the first episode. Yeah, like, it's just a joke, and Turbo's like, "I'm gonna murder you." Johnny comes. <laughs> he, was in. Like, he was like, "What you, what you, what you say? What yeah. you say? You think you, you think you're fu- you funny, pussy chicken man?" Yeah, <laughs> pussy chicken. 
<laughs> he's pussy chicken. Bananas comes in, of course, he's making little jabs, and Turbo's trying to murder him. And Nani, of course, it was Turbo's partner in previous season. Like, it's trying to be like, it's cool. Like, just you gotta just have a social game. Be be social, play the game, it's fine. And Turbo even like snaps at her. And then Nani is just like fed up with it at that. She's like, fuck it. Like, I'm trying to help you. You can't help yourself. So bananas and Nani throw Turbo into elimination. So they throw Turbo and Tamara into elimination. Uh, Jay and Michelle, Johnny and Raven, Horatio and Olivier are down there. Jay and Michelle pull the pull the knife. Um, they send in Horatio and Olivia. So the game is memory lane, and it's just a it's just a matching game. It's just a memory game of you know you flip over and then you try to match it, and then you take turns doing this very basic basic ass game that you play with your kids. I'm sure. The thing with this is everybody from the stands is watching it. They're all helping Horatio and Olivia. They are telling them like, oh yeah, that's there. That's there. Like go there. And then Turbo and Tamara are just fending for themselves, trying to remember where everything is. But everybody from the stands is telling Horatio and Olivia where to go, where everything is. So they don't even have to play it. They're just everybody because they're being told what's going on. And then they, they win. So Tamara and Turbo are out so i've lost turbo here i was banking on that being halfway decent but he got a non-physical game in, in the elimination and he got a game where he everyone turned on him or he forced everyone to turn on him. yeah so they are out that's like his forever issue he just yeah. makes enemies with everyone and then of course they're gonna throw you in and they're gonna help the other people yeah and, to, and you know it was a game fair, where he wasn't like that in war of the worlds one I mean, he did have Nani to do the social game for yeah. him, but he wasn't like that. Like, But after it, he had that meltdown on Jordan, then yeah. everybody was like, oh, yeah. he's a crazy person. Yeah, like, he, he, he got the ban. He got the ban after War of the Words, too. I, I'm surprised they let him back on, honestly. Very easy to, to get to. Like he was he was fine as far as like not threatening anybody. Well, he was trying to threaten to murder people, but he wasn't like very physically aggressive with people but then yeah he was eliminated episode two because everyone just helped the opponents he did get a i said bad draw challenge gods whatever like it wasn't a physical elimination because you can't be really helped well that's it's advice for a physical elimination that's but the that's game how it goes. though yeah that's how it goes so i mean tomorrow, tomorrow, I, always, I always laugh when um Devin gets puzzles because Devin's like, I know I can't win a physical thing, but he's going to kill everybody in puzzles. Like, So Devin and Bananas are working together. I don't like that. This season. I was, which is, I was blown away by that. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's insane. If you know their history. Yeah. Like I don't they're like working together. And I think they kind of need to, because we, we see it all the time. Like veterans, will find a way to sort of work together. I mean, if Wes and Bananas can squash things, then I feel like anybody can squash things. But veterans will find a way to work together, especially when you have, like, this many kind of rookies out there. Yeah. True. Oh, I'm not... And, and it, Jay and Michelle is trying to group the rookies, so... Yeah, yeah. That Which is smart. Which yeah. Is, and yeah, showed, I, think, I think they're in a good position, honestly, Jay and Michelle. They sh- the rookie showed first episode, like... They went after Devin and Tori and Kayla and Sam. Like Kayla, Devin, Tori, all veterans with a lot of friends and everything. And they made sure one of them was going to get eliminated. Uh, so at the end of this episode, at the middle of the episode, Casey was brought in. Nani was, of course, very happy. 
because they are still a thing. And then at the end of this episode, Jordan comes out. Tori is not happy. She said she has not seen Jordan since the breakup. I don't know how true that is. Uh, her story has mixed of Jordan left me, but I also ended things. So I don't know what the... I used I to mean, be very in on the the challenge um, Reddit. She cheated on I, him. Didn't she I cheat thought. on him in Double Agents? Yeah, so what Jordan said was on that one season when she was with Derek as soon as Derek got eliminated she started trying to get with Jordan and then they got together and then it was basically the same thing she was on that season with no Jordan and so she started hooking up with other people and then he was told when people were getting eliminated they were letting Jordan know what was going on and so, like, she came back home, and he was like, "Yeah, you're moving out of my house." She's wow. messy. She's very, very, messy. very. It seems like very, very messy. When but, she was and younger, not in a good way. <laughs> yeah, when she was younger, it was like okay, you know. But like, girl, I mean, she, she was on "Are You the One?" It was like, all right, fine. Yeah, but... like you're getting a little bit too old for this stuff, like pack it in but and, and you don't don't propose on reality television shows oh my god yeah doesn't end well typically it never really ends well and doesn't look at well. that look at that season 34 they made they made cara and paulie the villains they made jordan and tori america's favorite couple and who's still <laughs> together to be fair when kara had the stank face on even Polly was like, "Yeah, a little much. What's wrong with yeah. you?" <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> no, she didn't even go. She didn't even come to the engagement party. That no, <laughs> she stayed in her room. She's like, "Fuck them." No, but to be fair, Jordan has never uh, talked to Kara very well. Like, I, I, I went back and watched season oh, yeah. thirty. The season, I think, season thirty was the first time they were on a season together, and he, he was, he was bad mouthing her the entire season. I mean, and that's kind of just, like, it's just Jordan. He reminds me a lot of Wes in that aspect because he's gonna talk shit. That's just who he is. Like, he gets on the show and he's going to talk shit to everyone and tell everyone he can beat their ass. And even if he loses, he's still gonna say, I can beat your ass. (laughs) Like, it's just who he is. But... Uh, I don't know. I mean, losing Turbo and Kayla in the first two is insane. Yes, but that's why I'm here. I told I told Jeremy before you came, Cher. I'm here for Norris. Norris is about to bring the drama. I feel it. I feel it. I feel it in my bones. She's already hooking up with with Johnny at a at at an airport. Had a oh air, they had an airport showman before they even got on the show. Norris <laughs> is here for the problems and the drama. I need Norris and Nelson to be here the entire season. And also, they are building up Nelson finally ending this daily streak because the way they talked about it in the first oh, episode. Oh, yeah. Episode one. I was I like, he's, he's got to win a daily this year. <laughs> yeah. How funny yeah. will it be if he doesn't? <laughs> that would be sad. Or Nelson. I oh, thought he was about to win episode dude, one. I was like, oh, here we go. He forgot his age. He forgot his age. <laughs> In he was fairness, like, he's I like, forget he's my like, age all the time. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm 30. I'm 
I'm 34. I'm not 30. I got to ask one of the kids my age all the time. They know it better than I do. I, I always forget. My kids know my age and I forget my age a lot too. I was yeah. pulling out something yesterday and I was like, how old am I? And was like counting on my fingers. Like, I mean, it, it, it's almost as bad as uh, Chauncey who counted, counted the letters in Amber's name on her jersey, but forgot to count the letters of his own name on his own jersey and put seven for Chauncey instead of the accurate number of eight letters in Chauncey. It's your own damn name. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my God. These people. I swear they, like, for something like this, they're like, okay, who's your ride or die? But actually, who's the dumbest fucking person you know? Bring them on. <laughs> Oh, and apparently with Turbo, apparently tomorrow, I thought tomorrow was his girlfriend. Apparently she's not. She has a boyfriend and it's all over her Instagram. And apparently Turbo wanted to pick her brother. But when he found out it was men, female teams, she decided he decided her instead. Wow. Damn. Well, he still got himself in trouble just the way he acted. So he fucked that one up. I, very sad. I would, thought they would. I thought Turbo would kill it i mean he's the champion and the only time he lost was when he imploded and that's basically what happened here his social game just yeah. awful nani's N ride or die should have been her cousin nicole oh i <laughs> loved her she was nicole rainbows so oh yeah. man she was great all right anything let's get out of here anything you guys would like to plug no sp3 uh, Twitter machine, True Hill SP3, and find me on YouTube's watching and talking wrestling. Share, feel better. Thanks. Yes. Oh, I will have an interview uh, with a wrestler in WWE up next week on um, for Strong Style. Very oh. nice. Very nice. Looking forward to that. Hope everything goes well next week. Yes. I mean, we'll yes. talk, but feel better. Guys, uh, oh, yes, we are now on Tuesdays, FMC, now on Tuesdays at 8.30. Tag Talk live every Monday, 3 p.m. Eastern. Go support uh, Haley and Kylie, everything they do. Uh, we have new a New Japan show tomorrow, and then Thursday we have Gauntlet, and then Friday is Rob and Maggie, Saturday's Newsworthy, Sunday's Tim and Joel. We actually are doing daily content, amazingly. Uh, so we're gonna keep we're gonna keep on a good schedule here. Everyone, share has strong style. I'm trying. I think Joel is trying to get her to do this like every week because it always pops a rating. So there, you know, and you never know when we'll just do a random stream like we did at 1 a.m. to review the greatest album of all time. Sure. Get out of here, SB3. Yeah, ha, cut you off. Uh, I was higher I, than a kite. That was great. <laughs> we were all we were all excited. We we're all just soaking in the Taylor Swift glory. It was fantastic. So everyone go watch the, the Taylor Swift stream with uh, myself, Cher, Caden, Deceased Twins, Sean Rossap doing Sean. recording with wrestlers. Steve Macklin is now the worst wrestler of all time. Um, what did he do? He said, fuck Taylor Swift. Oh, no, we don't like him now. Yeah. Shaza McKenzie, the greatest wrestler of all time. So everyone go go check out that stream. That was a lot of fun. Check out everything we're doing at Overbooked. Go to fivefold.com. Say bye, SP3. <laughs>
Bye, everybody. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.